Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hey, trading gang. How you doing? I hope your um, week is going well. Mine is uh, definitely busy. Um, so, uh, just a s- small request if you're listening to this on YouTube, please subscribe to this channel. You'll get a lot of um, good trading advice and there's no charge for it and also um, if you want to visit our site www.optimusfutures.com that would be great Um, we're always looking for new customers Uh, we would love to earn your business and trust and uh, try and improve the situation from where are you currently trading so we have a lot of customers that at times come from other brokers and we would love to facilitate your business as well. All right, so today I am going to talk about this email that I got. Um, I'm sure you get a lot of emails and I'm sure you, some of you subscribe, especially the beginner traders and the inspiring traders, looking for some sort of a source of inspiration and also for a source of education and if your uh, mailbox, uh, you know, or your Gmail, or any mail you use out there is uh, basically full of emails of uh, educators who are trying to teach you how to trade, and everybody tells you they have the secret recipe. And uh, I would say that the majority of those emails um, are written quite well. They're probably done by um, you know what is known in the advertising industry as uh, copywriters, probably. They get paid a lot of money to write content and to know exactly how to hit the right nerve. Uh, and sometimes you read it and you think, oh my God, they're talking about me. How did they know? When in fact, actually, you know, probably the 99% of the people make the same old mistakes. Um, then you give you can give them the same old advice. So uh, I got this email. I'm going to mention the name of the guy because uh, it's irrelevant. Uh, I think I unsubscribed from him, but the emails still keep coming. So it is what it is. But it was just, uh, and I, I found it rather interesting and I thought I'll uh, basically read some lines out of it. Um, and again, not to mock the guy. Look, he has his own opinion. It's fine. It's just I have a totally opposite opinion of some of the stuff that I read out there. And um, what I want to do is just encourage you to think for yourself. Um, you know, some of the things, the emails that you get, again, a majority of them are written by a combination of uh, trader marketers and 
if you have a different opinion with your experience, you can definitely um, go by what you feel strongest. So anyway, let me just uh, kind of jump into. I'm not going to read the whole email, uh, but it's but the essence of it is just in the middle. So it goes like this. So here is the truth. The most and most is capitalized. Important part of a strategy is your entry. I totally disagree because this lines assumes that the most important part of a strategy is your entry. It assumes that from the minute you go in to the minute it goes out, it's nothing but profit and it goes your way. So it's not the most important thing. Most important thing is a combination of your risk management, your psychology, the leverage that you took on the trade, how you handle, you know, uh, you know, an entry that turns into a loss. So basically, that's not the most important part. There is no most important part. Most important part is the management of the trade, which is a combination of everything, right? So entry is just one of it. And then it goes on to say, if you think about it, the entry is the only parameter you can truly control in the trade. No, it's not. You can control also where you exit. And you can also control your risk management. And you can control, um, you need to control other things such as your psychology and your emotions when you trade and all that um, again, all that psychological pressure that, that comes with handling a trade, especially for a beginner. So that's not the only thing you control. And then it goes to say, let me ask you a question. How many times have you entered a trade and the market immediately goes against you? So it's just one of those like yawns and like, oh my God, you know, of course, many of the people out there know that when you enter a trade, many times it goes against you. Even if it's about to turn into a profitable trade, to say that you're ideally going at right the perfect time, or if you think you're going to go in right at the perfect time, you know, and, and again, from that point on, it's just going to be pure profits, right? It's, it's, it's not how it occurs. Many times it is hard to pinpoint an exact entry. And so if the market goes against you, <clears throat> not in a big way, you know, it's part of trading, right? If it goes in a big way, maybe you should you should exit it. But if it goes against you, you know, certain points, you know, it's 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 reasonable, it's there and you have to kind of tolerate it. And so, you know, just keep in that that in 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 mind. So if 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 you and again, if you enter a trade and it doesn't, if it goes against you first, it does not mean that it has no chance of turning at some point into a profitable trade. If it goes largely against you, then definitely you need um, to exit. And then it goes to say, if this happens to you all the time, then it's an indication that your entry technique needs work. Um, I, I would tell you this, that, you know, every technique ne needs work especially how you manage a trade. It probably needs more work. If your trades don't work out is how you manage them and your exits. So 
that's extremely important. So, and, and again, this is just part of kind of marketing if it happens to you all the time. You know, here's the thing. Here's what traders don't understand, that you could have a lot of entries that go against you, or, I'm sorry, a lot of trades that go against you, but you could also have sequence of a lot of trades that go in, in, in your favor, right? So what you have to do is really find the balance of managing this risk and reward. And, and I want to tell you that even professional traders, when they enter, I, I don't believe, I mean, from what I've seen and talking to professionals and following, you know, money managers and things of that nature, you know, they accept that there's a certain level of noise after the entry, right? So, you know, this this kind of thing, well, if it happens to you all the time, then you need my help. Well, not so fast. And then it goes to say, you know, I'm going to read the whole thing. Without a good entry, you just don't have an edge to compete against the best traders on Wall Street. I want to help you beat Wall Street. Okay, so <clears throat> first of all, you have to realize that as a trader, you are really trading against yourself. It's a combination of your strengths, your weaknesses, and everything else. Nobody's going to help you beat Wall Street, right? It's just, it's just not going to happen. I don't know what it means to beat Wall Street. Who are you trying to beat on Wall Street? You know, Wall Street is built of hedge funds. who have HFT. Wall Street has mutual funds that are long-term players. Wall Street has also a lot of clerks who are sitting in the back office and processing trades and, you know, might be snacking a Big Mac, you know, while they're working. That's, you know, so you want to beat those? I don't know where there's there to beat. So I, I don't understand this, you know, <clears throat> educator's fascination with trying to beat Wall Street, right? And, and the edge to compete against, you know, there. So let me tell you this about Wall Street. Wall Street is a very smart street and there's no techniques out there, um, you know, to beat Wall Street because Wall Street is just a lot of things. And, and Wall Street also consists of a lot of brokers. And, and it's a very important point to keep in mind that, and I'm, I'm digressing here a little bit, but just bear with me. I'll, I'll, I'll jump back on topic because at the end of the day, I, I just want you to realize what, what trading is all about. So there's a lot of um, names out there, right? Like big names, you know, you have JP Morgans of the world, Goldman's of the world, you know, those big organizations. And a lot of them, what you have to understand that they're market makers. They're market makers to a lot of derivatives and very sophisticated products out there. And they truly act as brokers. The whole sole purpose of the entire organization is to make money, but not all of them are betting on markets all the time. Do they have their own proprietary capital? Sure. But they also have products that they sell to institutions. You know, they have insurance products that sell to institutions. They have OTC pro over-the-counter sophisticated derivatives that they sell. So part of that revenue, when, when they posted some of those publicly traded company, it's not always a result of trading. So all this thing of beating Wall Street at all those, you know, all those commercials say out there from educators, just get it out of your head. It's it's just complete nonsense. You know, you, you're not, you know, you're not in competition with anyone. First, you're in the business of 
getting great habits, right? This is what you want to do. You want to really have really good habits. And then, you know, through learning and through assessing things and by listening to podcasts like this, you start realizing that trading, you know, yes, the market is a factor in trading. Clearly, it's called the market and you want to trade the market. But you're really trying to build uh, some sort of a strategy that, that deals with unknown variables, has high risk, especially in futures trading that are leveraged product. It has high risk. It has a reward system. It also has a psychology of how they're handling trades. So this is just all together, just, just a combination. So obviously, you know, what I'm trying to say is that when you read literature out there and people throw things in your way, you know, such as, you know, entry is the most important thing, like this guy is saying, which, again, it's my personal opinion that it's completely not true. You know, he's just trying to to kind of appeal to the beginner. And the beginner thinks, yes, if I have perfect entries, all my trades will be good. In my opinion, it's completely not true. You know, that to focus on the entry, what you have to focus on is entry. And you have to focus on the risk management of the trade. And you have to think about what if it doesn't go my way? What do I do then? So it's important to um, look at all those factors. Now, you know, look, somebody could come and, and have a disagreement with me on this, which is fine. But if somebody has a disagreement and somebody says, you know what? I think entry is the most important thing, which, by the way, if you talk to a lot of professionals, they will tell you that it's not. But let's assume there's somebody out there that says, yes, I will tell you majority of the time, it's a person that does not have a lot, in my opinion, at least from what I've seen, and it's my limited experience. So I, you know, well, it's not limited. I've been doing this for two decades, but, you know, just in, in but again, it's my experience as vast as it is, you know, it's my experience. You know, most of the people who insist on those kind of things, such as entry, are beginners. And I tell them, you know, stop focusing only on that. Yes, you need a method. You need a method such as entry. And the method of entry is basically trying to find market conditions where the market is mispriced, right? Okay. This is what you're really trying to do. You're trying to find a point in the market where it's mispriced, and from the minute you enter, the market will correct itself. You can look at divergences, for example, try to do that. You know, market profile tries to do that. You know, it's just, you know, statistical models try to do that. Is to see really where the deviation occurs, and then the market will correct there. Now, does it mean at that point in time that the minute you enter the market, that's the exact minute that the market will return to its efficient point? Absolutely not. No. It could go a little bit against you um, before it even turn, turns into a profit. Now, are there trades that could potentially, you know, be as such that, you know, from the minute you enter, it will turn into um, a profitable trade? Sure, it happens. I mean, if you really place a lot of trades, statistically, it's bound to happen. But this is not something that you should assume. What you should assume that, you know, there's going to be a level of fluctuations in the market that the market can go against you, you know, so that's important. Um, in any case, I think that the email was written in a very professional way. You know, I, I don't think it's deceiving per se. I don't think so. 
you know, I actually I'm saying it's not deceiving, but it has a marketing to it that that will basically resonate with a lot of beginner traders. And I think that what happens out there in, in the literature that people are looking. So they have their own idea of where their obstacles are at. And at the same time, they uh, find literature out there, not just from the one I read, just, you know, from, from tons of, you know, stuff that gets distributed out, out there, that people give them the solution according to what they want. So what I'm here to tell you, basically, is that at times where you think the problem is at, it's not where it's really occurring. And you need a really broader perspective from people who are trading actual money, right? Try to talk to people who have, who actually trade real money. And they might give you a perspective that's completely different of mine. You might have somebody who says, you know, entry is very important. But you know, <clears throat> it's not going to be with a marketing twist. Does it happen to you all the time when you enter, it goes against you? You know, just hear his perspective. I mean, I'll respect anybody who has experience in the market, you know, and, and he has an opposite view of mine, which is fine. But as long as it's backed up by some sort of a, not, you know, a copywriting experience, but real trading experience. So anyway, that's basically it. You know, it's important to get ideas um, out there that would be, um, I would say, efficient. In any case, you know, there could be, last thing I would say is this, is that whenever you get a product out there, you know, make sure it's coming from a reliable source. I personally don't endorse anyone on this, on, on this broadcast. That's what I want to say. You know, don't ask me for, should I take this course or that course? Or, I, you know, my cousin took this course. You know, you have to be um, the judge and you got to have enough um, skill to decide if, if something is good for you and, and will add to your knowledge to make important decisions. So just going to remind everyone at this point that there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Be careful in, in, in trading. Don't use capital in futures that you cannot afford to lose. Use only risk capital. You can start small with contracts such as um, the micros, you know, and again, here at uh, Optimus Futures would, would love to accommodate you. Again, you know, please subscribe to this channel or uh, to this podcast, and uh, I hope you'll uh, enjoy the next one um, that I have for you, which might be tomorrow if I have the time. So continue having a great week, gang, and... Uh, We'll talk to you soon. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimistFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561 561- three six seven eight six eight six or toll free at one eight hundred seven seven one six seven four eight. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast.
Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.